0: All right, let's um, just do this, shall we? Let's just go. Yes.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Freddie Will Good Home. My, my name, my oh goodness, it's so. This is so weird, Ben. This is quite weird the listener. <laughs> the, Tell to,
0: you what, yeah, to, sure. To,
1: to the listener's ear, it sounds mm-hmm. like a regular episode.
0: Yeah, Well, we don't don't know that. We haven't tried to put these together yet. No, but so (laughs) so seamless was
1: that, that I imagine the listener looks at that and goes,
0: oh, there's nothing different about this episode. It's just a regular episode of Free to a Good Home, my favorite podcast in the world. Can I just say that, that, that there is a bit something different. We'll get it out of the way. We're, we're, in, we're in different rooms, different suburbs even. Yes. This is the first time I've ever tried to do a remote recording, so here we go. But I will say that is different, Hink. But it's not so different that it would excuse you literally just forgetting your own name. <laughs> okay. Yep, that's, that, that's fair
1: enough. That, I, I, I'm not gonna I'm not going to sit here and try and defend what I've just done regarding my inability to remember my own name. That, would be, like that, that is, would be foolish.
0: That was straight out the gate. You fucked up your own name.
1: We haven't done one of these in a while, Ben. And usually what we do <laughs> mm-hmm. is you and I yep. go, go to a place and we we talk for a bit and we get warmed up. And then yep. we kind of record a podcast. We might have a coffee or something. We talk sure. about snacks. We're, you know, we, we kind of plan at least what we're going to talk about in the show. Te- Today, we've spent the last <laughs> 15 to 20 minutes tediously working through technical issues yeah. um, regarding webcams and whatnot. Uh, which I'll we've bet- just abandoned, by the way, so I can't see you. So you could be well, giving me the, the finger right you now.
0: Seemed, you seemed pretty... Yeah, well, I am. I, I mean, I always do that during the show. Sure. Like, you you really wanted this to become a cam thing, and I kiboshed that by just saying, look, I'm not putting on a shirt for this.
1: <laughs> I, just think that, I just think that one of the reasons people tune into this show, and yep. goodness, there are, there are as many reasons for listening to this show as there are listeners. So at least four. <laughs> But sure. I think one of the main reasons people listen to this show is that sparkling yep. banter, that yep. that undeniable chemistry. The that- sound
0: of two men being able to see each other. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. This is a podcast where we go through the weeks yeah. about to find the best and worst things about. But Ben, I, have actually, I actually haven't seen you in a while. So I'd like to catch up with you it, on what's has- going on. Or in your life, and
0: that's true. Because, like you say, usually before we record an episode, we actually get to catch up and say hi and actually ask each other what we've been up to. But like, this is actually just the first time we've spoken in a very long time—maybe since the last uh, podcast episode. I mean, we've sent the occasional text, but this is. It, it, it... I think. I think the last word I said to you was probably "bye" at the end of <laughs> the last episode of "Friend to a Good Home." <laughs> it was yeah. Uh, the, last thing
1: you, the last thing you said to me was like, "Right, so you led it this one," and then and
0: that was <laughs> get out of my house. Uh, I've been well, mate. Last time um, I, w- w- I recorded the episode with you, I was very tired. You were sleep deprived. Um, yes. Because Mo was, I think, three weeks old. It was absurd how young he was. Um, now I've, I'm as tired, but I think I'm just getting on with it. You know what I mean? I think the body is just like, well, this is what it is. I, do you, you have, have a- I don't mean to ask a particularly personal question right now, yeah. but do you have a job right now? I actually Not, don't know- well, well, see, I just went through a period where I was employed for about three weeks. And that was the plan. The plan was three weeks of employment. I didn't get fired um, or quit. Like, it was just a short... I <laughs> need to get that right out of the way. Okay. Well, it,
1: just, it seems like, you, um, you, like I, no one was thinking of that until you brought it up. So you are being quite sure. defensive off
0: the bat there. Sure. <laughs> but, uh, but that was like a short-term gig, but it was really long hours. And um, I couldn't... What were you doing? Were I, you in a coal mine? What were you doing? I was in, <laughs> I was in the TV coal mines in many ways. I can't, right. really t- I can't really talk about it too much. Not because it's exciting at all, but because I signed an NDA. And it was just, oh. it was just a gig. It was just like a, it was, it was not a passion project. It was just a gig. Were you writing uh, on the news? I, <laughs> yeah, you know the news. I was working out all the fun stuff that happened that day. Um, a lot of people said I shouldn't have made it so gloomy, but I'm, uh, I'm dark and twisted like the Joker. So. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I was just at these crazy hours And that yeah. was insane Like having to When you are uh, awake with a baby at 3am And you haven't really slept yet um, You're kind of like Well, tomorrow is just sort of whatever Like that's just me That's me doing this again There's nothing really I have to do If I can't really function I can still feed him And make sure that he's not, you know mm you know, driving a car or whatever. But I, when imagine, like- I imagine, Ben, that though, maybe it's the sleep deprivation that makes
1: you so confident that you can feed your child <laughs> as the father of this child. This
0: is actually true. Like, I actually, we're, we're moving him to, to to bottles soon, but you're right. Actually, I, I can't do that. Uh, <laughs> so you're right. You're, you're bang on him. <laughs> uh, but but when, you, when you have a job to go to the next day, and I was doing like uh, nine until about midnight was right. the shift. Oh, goodness, man. Um, yeah, you're just like, well, f- well, I, I, I it's, it, it's frightening, because you're like, my brain just won't work and I have I have jobs to do.
1: Yeah, I mean, um, I I've, I've felt a similar thing trying to um, kind of unlock some of the latest shrines in Zelda quite late at night. <laughs> do you know what I mean? And you get to sort of 3 or 4 a.m. and you think to yourself, look, I'm going to be an absolute mess at work tomorrow, but, you know, mm. we all have responsibilities, Ben.
0: And what's fatherhood but a but a particularly complicated
1: shrine in Zelda? Really, <laughs> I mean, in many um, ways, being a parent is the ultimate video game. Uh
0: huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I am. Um, that's the other thing. Uh, well, uh, I've noticed that he's gotten easier, um, and or I've just kind of made peace with with what this whole caper is. Oh, your furious very...
1: child? You mean with the yes, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the, the, all the screaming. Oh. You've either normalised to it or he stopped screaming as much. But it's hard to tell oh. when you're that deep inside the forest.
0: Exactly. I don't know if he's just... Uh, I think that's it. I don't know if he's just worn down my will to to resist, <laughs> or if he actually is better. Or I don't know if I'm like, oh, maybe I like screaming now. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, it's funny. Um, when I uh,
1: met Mo for the first time, he was doing a lot of vocal warm-ups to really get the screaming. Just to be able to warm up his voice before he really went yeah. loose.
0: But he's really great. Although he did do this... <laughs> I found out yesterday that he's been doing this thing, which is actually... Mortifying, and I actually don't know how to deal with it. Which is me posting on 4chan. Well, okay, it's it's, it's posting adjacent. <laughs> I I there's there's a carry that I have with him. The I, a way I hold him that that usually is the is the one way. If he's, if nothing else works, this way of holding him gets him to calm down a bit. And it's basically like imagine a sloth on a branch. So his both his arms are kind of dangled on either side of my forearm.
1: Right, and and, and is your hand towards his face or towards his uh, legs?
0: Legs, legs, right? Okay.
1: Yep. Yep. So his but head is near you, is is in the the, in nook the of your of my elbow. Arm. Yeah. Yes. Exactly.
0: New parents, I would recommend this. It's 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 it also frees up another hand to do uh, you know uh, play video darts. games if you like. Sure, play darts. Um, play Baba is you if if that's uh, a way you want to destroy your mind. But uh, but anyway, so it's a good hole. But the thing is, his arms kind of dangle where you would, as I've described, where you would imagine, and they dangle sort of around the watch region, right? So I have an Apple Watch, no big deal. It's okay, fine. well, okay, okay. Yep. Well, just get I, over I, it. It's just, I can't it's a... see that right now because we're in different rooms, but mm-hmm. I'll have to take your word for sure. it then. <laughs> and one of the things that the Apple Watch does is it allows you to respond to text messages that you get. Um, <laughs> uh, and the the tech my my watch has on its face a little button that you can press that te- that opens text messages because I do a lot of texting. You know, you know me. I love to text. Okay, so what Mo has managed to do a couple of times now, I've, I've got four occasions that he's done this, is open my messages just with his little hand dangling uh. and then randomly hit a conversation and then respond to that conversation with one of the form replies.
1: Oh, like the I'm on my way,
0: I'm sorry okay, but I'll be late thing. kinds of things. Here's the thing, the first form reply is, you're welcome, full stop. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> why, is,
1: why is that a thing you would ever say in conversation? That's so... You're welcome, full I, stop, is so passive-aggressive.
0: It is so... Even if somebody is like, hey, thanks for doing that, you're welcome, w- full welcome. stop, is so passive-aggressive, right? Now imagine... I want you to imagine, Hing, that we haven't been talking, and then out of the blue, I text you the words, you're welcome, full stop. <laughs> I have done that to my sister. I have done that to uh, two different friends of mine. And I've done that to my wife. The time that I did it to Anya, or more accurately, Mo did it to Anya, it was so rude that she was just like, well, I'm just not going to bring this up. I assume that Ben has just been having a really shitty time. Him, and he's just being a shithead, and I'm not going to bring this up. It took me looking through, like opening my messages and saying, "I just texted Anya I didn't like this." Maybe like three, four hours later, and I noticed that I texted her, "You're welcome." Full stop. And it was after. <laughs> it was after I, Mo was being like really screamy, so I was like, "Honey, I'll take him." You just, like, make a cup of tea and I'll just take him down to
1: the beach. Oh, (laughs) no, So wait, so in Anya's mind, what's happened is you've said to her, all right, you're having a a rough time with the baby. I'll take the baby for a walk. And then then I've just become
0: annoyed on the trip that she wasn't (laughs) grateful enough. But it was the baby! It was the butterfly.
1: Oh, Ben, this really so, sounds like you have you have done that in a, in a fit of fury, and then have then sent that exact same text message to half a dozen other people in order to backtrack and <laughs> yeah. uh, and save yourself from the embarrassment. Oh, it's of your so bad. So,
0: so if you are a friend of mine listening to this show, and I've <laughs> texted you, you're welcome. Full stop. Uh, in the past little while, please know that it was not me. It was my very passive aggressive baby. <laughs> Do you um, want a snack report? I would like, lo- yeah, well, I, 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 I've realised now that one
1: of the things about snack report is I can see you eating, and I can, mm. usually I can see you eating and hear you eating, but this time, I can only hear you eating, because I can't see you, and I am, I'm actually curious, and maybe Let this is t- the allure of snack report.
0: <laughs> <laughs> maybe I've finally been brought into the fold. Yeah, you've like you've put yourself in the mind in the position of a listener. Okay, Hing, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a big bite of this item, and you tell me what it is I'm snacking on. Okay, okay, ready? Big bite sounds like an apple, maybe. Mate, you've nailed it. You've nailed it. Now, can you detect a color?
1: I, I, I'm gonna. It doesn't sound. Oh, it's hard to tell through down these wires. I'm gonna guess red. red.
0: I'm gonna guess red. Yeah. Was it a red apple, mate? You've you've you ten out of ten. It's a legend. Oh. It's a nice red apple. It's not as. (laughs) I think you're about to allude to this. It's not as crisp as you'd really like. Mm. Um, Well, well, can I. I I was actually. I was actually.
1: I was mind gaming just then, Ben. Because not five minutes ago before we started recording on the early part of the Skype call, you you said to me, Ah, now to open this delicious jar of pickles, right? Oh, yeah. And then when you asked me what you were eating, I was like, He's going to be eating a pickle.
0: I'm going to nail this. And then Uh I was like, That's not a (laughs) fucking pickle. I know. He's trying to. (laughs) <laughs> He's trying no, to trick I'm, me. I'm, after i finish finished my apple, the dessert is this delightful can of pickles. Have we talked about these pickles, these escal pickles before?
1: I don't know, but I... the idea of you eating a meal of apples and pickles is the exact kind of bullshit <laughs> that I... It is It is. An ex, it is it's weird to see a puzzle piece you didn't know exists fit so exactly <laughs> into a puzzle.
0: <laughs> yeah, well... Look, uh, so that's, that's Snack Report. Thank you so much for everybody who's been writing it. And also... Thank you for everybody who's been writing and being a little bit understanding that Hing's got stuff going on uh, at work. I've got stuff going on at home, uh, and that we haven't really been able to put one of these. Da- but if this works, if we can do the odd remote one, oh, then boy game how, changer, game it changer. It might change precisely nothing, but we'll uh,
1: see. <laughs> <laughs> can I give you a little update on something I'm doing? Absolutely. Which I, I don't know if I'm allowed to talk. I'm, I'm sure. Look, our listenership in this is. Is quite large, but cool enough that no one's going to out me on this or call the cops. Sure. So sure. don't. So if you're listening to this, don't call the cops. Um, but uh, you know, there's a federal election coming up, Ben. Uh, so says you. Yep. Uh, well, so says the Australian Electoral Commission, who mandate that it has, has to happen by the end of May.
0: Okay, why I we really disagree.
1: I, uh, Ben, have have mm-hmm. uh, been throwing around the idea of running for the Senate. Um, <laughs> uh uh-huh. <laughs> Because because. Because, Ben, sure. um, yep. the, if you look at the Australian Senate, a lot of people have gotten in on very few votes.
0: Very um, few. I mean, Fraser. Fraser, Fraser adding, Manning, who, the, who, who the the made famous Nazi. headlines. Yeah, famous for getting, Nazi. Um, for being, being a an Nazi yes. and for getting egged, um, was in on, I think,
1: 17. Not right, 19, right? He got 19 no. primary votes. Right. Uh, you know, other Ricky Mule got in on less than 1% of the vote. There, there, there's, there's a guy, there's a guy, from there's, there's a senator from South Australia whose name is Sterling Griff. Um, oh. <laughs> which i joked to cameron james former guest on the show when we were talking about this i joked that he sounds like someone who should have died of rickets in like 1840 <laughs> um he got into the senate with 103 votes right okay and it made me think like maybe because com- look let's be honest ben comedy's quite hard uh yeah absolutely <laughs> i think i could get 100 votes um i think you could and and i and what all i need really to happen is to get on the ballot paper and then get a bunch of votes and then just wait for another constitutional crisis like we had recently, where a bunch of people had to leave the Senate, and then they mm-hmm. just they, then they just go down the list and see who's got who's next on the list. So
0: I could like anyway. So oh, yeah, you, you, you know what this is like? This is like when you go to a busy restaurant and you put your name down, mm. and you just wait until a table opens
1: up. Absolutely, you, especially yeah. if someone in front of you leaves the queue, and then they're like they're calling out like, "Oh, where are the Jenkinses? Where are the Jenkinses?" Mm-hmm. And I'm like, mm-hmm. "Hey, the Jenkinses are here." Please let me take their seat. Like that's basically what I'm trying <laughs> for here. And, so I, Han, are you are you legitimately going to be on ballots and stuff? Well, that's the idea. There is the sort of um, small legal problem um, uh-huh. that I am technically an a, an 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 employed person by the Commonwealth because SBS technically is run by the Commonwealth, and <laughs> as an agent not- of the Commonwealth, I'm technically not allowed to run for office. But I think I can. I think I can probably just quit my job. For the duration, hey, of the election like, or something was
0: this not precisely the reason why a lot of people were just booted out of parliament? I mean, look, Ben, like it's a very complicated. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna
1: try. I'm gonna try. Like, I think I need to quit my job and then run, and then if I don't get in, get my get my job back. Now, the gamble here is that I don't get my job back, Ben. That is the gamble, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> but the upside of that
0: is I could be a federal senator if there's another constitutional crisis. That's true. Now the other thing is, you work for the national, for one of the national broadcasters. Yes. Is that what SPS we call SBS? That's yeah, what, it's, anyway. it's it's what we call a public broadcaster. Yes. Yeah, and hear me out here. It's quite hard to fire people from those roles once they're in there. Mm. You know, so one thing to consider here is that you are quite difficult to fire, and if they wanted to fire you, something <laughs> that they might cook up. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> is, is say is say a plan they've hatched, or they've, they've, they've discovered yeah. they've un, they've, un, <laughs> they've discovered a plan where I would say lo- looking to get into federal office. Yep, yeah, yeah. and all illegally. you have to do is
0: just, just for the books, 10 your resignation. <laughs> And then they slam the door behind you. Yeah, this is the long play. Change the locks, and you're out. I mean, that that is just something that I want you to be aware of. Sure. Because well, anyway, I do know. I did. I did work with you for a couple of weeks, yes. and I do, one thing I did notice is that you are universally despised.
1: <laughs> so. um, well, can, can I just say, if anyone's listening to this and you want to sort of inquire about my run for senate, I think I'm going to try. I'm going to try and put up a video this week, maybe. And, and the kind of, uh, so please, please do go to my Facebook page and check it out. I think, I think this can happen. Like I genuinely, I I called the, I called the election.
0: Hey Ben, have you ever called the electoral electoral commission? Because I, I am, I tweeted at them incessantly for a long time before they would tell me if they, um, if they count how many dicks are drawn on ballots. And what did they say in the end? Not, not, um, not officially.
1: Right. Okay. But there's, there's like the the fun guy in the office is probably, that's his job.
0: they can't stop people from counting them for their own amusement.
1: <laughs> um, well, they I, I called them to ask if this was legal and I had to ask very hypothetically because I didn't want them to be like, well, no, Michael Hing, you can't do this. I was like, hey, I read a short story about- What? A, a, I, I, I basically made up a thing that I read a short story about a thing- where someone had done this, and would that is that believable? And the lady got really... She was really helpful, and she was like, well, he'd have to have quit his job. And she was actually... So she doesn't know this, but she may have given me the loophole I need, theoretically, to that run is, the I mean,
0: like, I, I'm, I'm amazed that that worked, because that is one of the stupidest deceptions I think I've ever heard you do. Oh. You made up a short story, <laughs> and then wanted to call the... Not even saying you wrote a short story. You're saying you read a short story, <laughs> and then wondered how realistic it was, I, and then I decided didn't... to find that out. Look, like I didn't. By... I
1: didn't specifically say, but I implied that I was a teacher, and that this was written by a child.
0: This is even more. Why, why, why would you? Why would you fact check a child's work of fiction? <laughs> Because. (laughs) What's wrong with you?
1: I, I said I needed to report back to the author. About a child? How, well, I did. I, I, again, I didn't explicitly say it was a child, but I just sort of heavily hinted that I was a teacher, and my one of my students had written this story. Jennifer,
0: you've submitted this story about a, a girl who wakes up one morning to discover that she's actually a wizard, uh, and from a long line of wizards, and very powerful, and goes on. I, I, I just, I just, I made some inquiries to the to the university, and magic isn't real, so I, I'm going to have to give you an F. I'm sorry, it, yeah, I'm sorry, you're you, you get expelled because I am that teacher that doesn't understand how fiction works. <laughs> well, look. Anyway, she she she
1: the, the person on the other end of the call was not as inquisitive as you, Ben. She was actually very oh. helpful. So you know. Well, and and I'll and don't think I won't remember this when I'm Senator Michael Hing. All right, oh, when I have when I have when I when I'll, I will haul you, Benjamin. Before Senate estimates, and I will Fuck. grill you about all kinds of personal details.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just imagining now, uh, an apple and a pickle. What's, um, <laughs> Mr. Jenkins? Could you just talk me through? Uh, uh, is that a, is that a meal you describe as <laughs> typical, uh, Benjamin? So, see, I'm looking. I'm looking
1: at some uh, some documents I've uh, got through Freedom of Information, and it seems like you've just <laughs> repeatedly texted your wife, "You're welcome." Full stop. <laughs>
0: Isn't, I think that's, uh, well, that's an appropriate way <laughs> for a husband. And then I have to decide whether I'm going to throw my son under the bus. <laughs> oh, oh, goodness, goodness.
1: All right. Well, uh, we've, we've, we've sort of um, waffled on for a lo- uh, for long enough. So let's get to it. This is this is a podcast where we go through the week's classifieds and find the best and worst things to talk about. And we have a bit of a backlog of um, things that people have sent in. That was, so that
0: was me opening a can of pickles, by the way. You when,
1: it, when you're opening these cans, are you opening? Is it like a Coke can of pickles you're opening? Uh, like A tuna can. <laughs> no,
0: it's just got a ring pull. Oh,
1: anyway. okay, right. Okay, well, uh, this uh, has been sent in by James Quinn, uh, Hall of Cowards MVP. James Quinn, thank mm-hmm. you so much. Thank you. thank you, James. It has been taken from uh, Craigslist mm-hmm. and is entitled Fight Club Sessions and Training. Fantastic. Open brackets. If you are serious, only close brackets.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then the image uh, you can see there, Ben, is sort of an it's sort of two people, shadowy figures, um, yeah,
0: like sunrise or sunset. It's not clear.
1: Yeah, fighting. And I can tell you now from looking at this picture that that floor that they are fighting on is actually taken from Mortal Kombat Four. So <laughs> that's one of the levels really? on that. Yeah. So that's quite weird that they've done that. Anyway, they've photoshopped in some black figures fighting in the Mortal Kombat 4 level I can't remember what it's called I think it's called the temple or something anyway look uh, <laughs> let's mm-hmm. so this is what this is how the ad reads hard to describe the exhilaration and growth that can come from real controlled combat with an experienced but understanding trained expert uh-huh. Seeking motivated novice and experts alike for live sessions outdoors slash indoors uh, sorry out- outside slash outdoors. After well, what is, what is, what is the difference between those two things? Outside slash outdoors. I guess I would think of outside as being like in the front yard
0: and uh-huh. outdoors. I think of like the great outdoors. Maybe that's what they mean. Yeah, I mean there is definitely a difference because if if I say to you in a pub you want to take this outside that makes sense, but if I say to you do you want to take this outdoors it's like are you are you, are you asking me to go camping? For you?
1: <laughs> yeah, asking <laughs> someone to take it outside it's like let's go to the car park and fight. Asking someone to go let's let's take it outdoors suggests w- there's going to be carabiners involved. <laughs> um, yeah,
0: absolutely. This do you want to a- settle this like men on a high ropes course? <laughs> <laughs> Look.
1: <laughs> we need to settle this like men. With one of the three challenges, we've got a high ropes course, <laughs> low ropes course, and of course kayaking. Um, <laughs> this is a private club, which comes, uh, which, <laughs> which comes with standards of behaviour and respect, which must uh-huh. be followed for everyone's safety. Right, oh, there's got to be rules in in Fight Club. Absolutely. Look, I mean, look, I think the first rule of Fight Club is you don't talk mm-hmm. about Fight Club, and he's yep. broken that. It seems um, absolutely. Come have fun fighting with us outside in a controlled and respectful environment involving some personal risk. And again, that's been sent in by James Quinn. Thank you, James. Um, oh, and he Maybe. also, I just read, read when James sent it in, he also made the joke about Fight Club's rules that I made. Ah, well. So I'm sorry if for what? stealing your joke, James. James,
0: do you know what? You send in, we'll make the jokes. Let's <laughs> both stay in our lanes, <laughs> hey? <laughs>
1: Uh, now Ben, do you think you, have you ever,
0: have you ever joined a fight club? I mean, Fuck I guess you a lot of to talk You're about it. You're asking this because you know that I have. <laughs> Fuck off. It wasn't a fight. It was like, I feel like, oh man.
1: This was about about 15 years ago, I imagine. Um, yeah, yeah, we were been, it, teenagers, it long, probably
0: teenagers at uni and, um, me and friend of the show, Dave Harmon. Uh, it wasn't like we, there wasn't an official thing. We were both skinny, weak boys, and we got drunk and, and took our shirts off and, and tried to fight in his backyard. It was really, it was really, you know, it's, <laughs> I actually am like cringing, like, physically thinking about that. How unfair is that, right? The human body, right, can actually just by like thinking about something, have the physical sensation of cringe, but you can't do that for nice things. Like I can't, I can't think of like my wedding day. Right. And get, like a, the opposite of cringe. And get a big smile on your face. Yeah. About I, that. I guess you can think about like um, a sexy dame and get a boner. I guess that's, that's similar. <laughs> 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 uh, well,
1: uh, I uh, was never allowed into the fight clubs. Um, I, I don't know that I ever wanted to, but I wonder looking back, was there, did you learn any life skills
0: from that hand-to-hand combat you experienced, Ben. Uh, uh, As is being suggested in this post. You see, the thing is, this guy claims to be an expert, and that was something that me and Dave didn't have. No, I I remember watching it. It was was like, you know that episode of The Simpsons, where Bart
1: and Lisa go, I'm just going to go like this, (laughs) and if you get in the way, it's your own fault. It was basically that.
0: (laughs) It was also, yeah, it, it wasn't... I think even, you know when you do stuff when you're drunk? Oh. And you think at the, t- yes. at the time, at the at the time, you think like this. This must look really cool, and then <laughs> and then you like either somebody's taking a photo or like even in retrospect, you're like, fuck, that would have been really like. Even at the time, I was like, this is dire. Thing- this is very dire. I think though that in that sort of early two thousands period,
1: the movie Fight Club had come out in what like 1999, maybe 2000, something like that. Yeah, it, was, all, it was old news. We, 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 no, but we'd watched it. And then and then after the after that, we'd probably all read the book. And, like, sort of young men, sort oh, of not, men have, not really men understanding. Yeah. Yeah. Not really, like, teenage men, not really understanding their, like... So
0: I, I mean, men in their 30s now, yeah. when they were teenagers. I think I, Fight Club has a lot to answer for. Yeah. But I
1: think that... Well, I, I just think that you're feeling a lot of cringe right now. But I also want you to realise that I think this is probably more common than you think. I think, like, a lot of... Guys our
0: age pro- were probably involved in some sort of fight club at some point. I'd love to know. I'd actually love you to get in touch. Not you, Hing. You stay <laughs> away. I'd love, I'd love, I'd love our listeners to get in touch. Um, and I mean, to be clear, I've can... certainly been beat up, beaten up a lot. I've just never been part of an official <laughs> fight club. <laughs> when you were being beaten up at any point, were you like, I would feel a lot better about this if you would pretend, or at least go through the motions of saying this is a fight club, and I'm just, I'm just losing very badly at it. Um, yeah, no, I would like, if you are, um, sorry, just I'm quickly, just... I just thought of <laughs> a
1: very funny idea of just someone just getting this shit kicked out of them. And the whole time they're just like, 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 like curling up in a ball, but just doing that monologue, the Ikea nesting instinct <laughs> monologue from Fight
0: Club. I'm so anti-capitalist getting your tink. Yeah. <laughs> getting punched in the face. Um, I'd love, yeah, please get in touch. If you're, if you're a listener. Um, which by definition, if you're hearing my voice, you are, or <laughs> yeah, you you're not Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, oh no, maybe I'm actually the prime listener, Ben. Did
1: that's true. That? Actually. Yeah. You and I are actually uh, the first listeners.
0: Cause I reckon a lot of men born in sort of the, the, the mid to late eighties, uh, would have, would have by the time they got to uni or, 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 or high school had had mm. a fight club. But and if you, were not, you and don't and have if, to if, fit that description.
1: Yeah. I'm and if, if you were everybody. not a young, uh, sort of a teenage slash young adult man in like the late nineties, early two thousands. Uh, but uh, I reckon ask a brother or a boyfriend or someone else, a friend, if they were into it. And I reckon you, you, I mean, you you look, you'll find out some disturbing things about people, you know, but (laughs) secret (laughs) fight clubs all over,
0: all over the world. Goodness. Yeah. Hey, Hing, do you want one? Yes, please. Now I don't know who this was sent in by, but I think it was sent in by, um, by somebody. Um, it is from Craigslist in Chicago. Oh, this, was, this one was sent in by at least seven different people. Um, great, great. Yeah. Well, all seven of you, thank you. This is Garfield LED neon sign. A big picture, and it it, it says, it is what it says on the tin. Um yes. It's nice. It's Garfield in his classic repose. Um, like, he's, he's kind of lying on one arm, one hand is on his uh, fat little belly, and he's got a real wry little smile on his face. Yeah. Um, Probably, I'd say he's probably thinking more about uh, lasagna than he's thinking about Mondays. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Garfield he's he's, he's, he's relaxed and happy. He's relaxed, yeah, yeah. A little bit sardonic in his look. So, Garfield LED neon sign. Before we go any further, are those two things not mutually exclusive? Uh, yeah, I think
1: neon and LED are different technologies. But I'm, I think what this person, this is in the, it is an LED sign, but is it is in the style of a style classic of a neon, neon sign. sign? Okay,
0: okay, yeah. okay, great. Uh, Garfield neon sign, not new, but works almost perfectly. It is very important to me (laughs) but but, but I have some negative memories associated with it, and I would like to stop seeing it and thinking of those memories every time. Would like to get rid of it by the end of the month.
1: (laughs) Now, I'm just guessing that the person putting this on Craigslist is John Arbuckle, I imagine? Is that...
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> could be Odie. Could be, could be Nermal.
1: Could be Odie. Yeah, could be Nermal. Could be, could be uh. the vet. <laughs> um, could, could, could be Bill Murray. Oh, yeah. Do you know why he did that? I think we've told this story on the podcast maybe half a dozen times, but let's go well, again for new listeners. we're hearing
0: it again, because uh, it's directed by... Uh, I'm not going to look this up, but it's, one, it's, it's a guy with the last name Cohen. I think it's Ethan Cohen mm. um, or Joel Cohen, but it's not... One of the Cohen brothers, because he spells it with an H, and Bill Murray, who, from all accounts, is just the laziest man in the world, which is, I guess, why he's a good choice to play Garfield. Um, they were like, "Do you want to do the voice of Garfield by the voice of Garfield in a Garfield movie?" And he looked at the script and it said, "Directed by or written by Ethan Cohen," and he went, "Well, if 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 it's got that Cohen brothers mm, <laughs> that, smell that, to it, then that then zing I mean. pizzazz." But the weird <laughs> thing about that, which I find really funny is that that story is now out there. As you say, we've talked about it on the podcast before, mm. so everybody knows about it. It's like, you know, it's out there. It's definitely gotten to the Coens, no doubt, who now know that Bill Murray wants to work with them so bad that he would do an animated <laughs> Garfield, Garfield movie, you, <laughs> and they have not cast him in anything. <laughs> what? Did you, could Bill Murray have
1: been in Ballad of Buster Scruggs? I, don't, I can't. I don't really know. It. I don't know that he really would
0: have been in that. Could he have been in... I think Bill Murray, he's not exactly a chame- chameleon, but I think he could have been in I don't I don't think it is safe to argue that there has never been a role for Bill Murray in any Cohen film. Right. Okay. Yes. Yes. Since um, Garfield. Yes. Okay. Right. Okay. Yes. Um <laughs> I
1: I wonder then if we take this out of the realm of the Garfield verse. Sure. Like uh, it, it this is this, this is that constant conundrum we come to come uh, to on this show. Which yep. is a person who wants to get rid of something but doesn't want to just throw it out. Yeah, yeah. Like if you've got you've got negative memories associated with it, and does and he doesn't or he or she doesn't want would like to stop seeing it and thinking the memories. Yeah. Um, it's, it's maybe you're, I'm... do you think do you think this Garfield LED sign reminds the owner of a time they were in a fight club? <laughs>
0: <Okay>. <laughs> I think that. I think that like all things that have a negative, or like most things that have a negative memory attached to it, that memory is light and shade and you can't have, for example, the rain without the rainbow. And so if it is, if it is a memory of say a relationship, Mm. um, You know, you do have negative associations with it, but throwing it out completely um, gets rid of all the good stuff too, maybe. I recently moved house, and I... You know, when you move house, you you end up with a lot of stuff that you're like, okay, I've got to throw this out. Yeah. And the difference between throwing... like, Physically putting something in a trash can is a really weird, visceral thing. And it's much more palatable that someone comes up, comes and picks up your Uh, guff. Do
1: you know what I mean? Well, yeah, I mean, let's just say this is... Of uh, uh, from an ex or something, you know, from a, a, a relationship, I can kind of relate to that. Um, I don't know if I've told you, but I'm sure I've told you about this, Ben. Have I told you about the um the the bus Garfield neon sign that you, you know what? <laughs> no, the the, yeah, clay, the bust of Phil Jamison. the clay bust of Phil Jamison from Grindstone yeah, that I have. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so that that so that was given to me by a a, a person uh, who I dated for a brief amount of time. Um. And she turned up at my house very early in the morning one day. Um, this again, we were we were teen, we were sort of maybe in maybe I was nineteen at the time. She turned up at my house like it would have been like seven o'clock in the morning with this clay bust. We'd been dating for maybe two weeks, and she uh-huh. was like, "I made this for you," and I was like, yep. "What is it?" And she goes, "It's it's Phil Jamison. He's from Grinspoon." And sure. I was like, "I they're fine, I guess. <laughs> like, I don't mind oh, so the band you hadn't, Grinspoon." You
0: hadn't like expressed no, any no. kind of I'm right. not I a, like I don't mind
1: Grinspoon I, th- I think their music was you know sort of, of of that time was that there was an album of theirs I quite liked but I was never <laughs> I wasn't a fan I was sort of in concert I wasn't <laughs> like a and it didn't have any shirts or anything I don't Do think you know I'd what's... ever mentioned to this person that I liked Grinspoon and she just had made me this this you know bust of and and and, to, and I just accepted it and was like oh thank you that's nice <laughs> and then we ended up we, things. It didn't work out, and we broke up soon is that after what, that.
0: Is that what you said? Oh, thank you. That's nice. <laughs>
1: Probably. <laughs> but, but I, I've, and, and to be clear, this is a time before Facebook, so I've completely lost contact with this person. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I barely, I don't even remember their last name. Um, wow. So I, I don't, don't know that I'd be able to track them down and ask them. But if I could, I would want to know. Like, do you think that this person? Just assumed I liked Phil Jamison and Grinspoon and made me a clay bust. Or do you think they made a bust of Phil Jamison from Grinspoon for some other reason? Well, an art project is, or something?
0: This yeah. is what. Because I've known this story for as long as I've known you. Yeah. Which is well over a decade, and that has never occurred to me. But that's exactly what it is. <laughs> she, she had a bust of. We don't even know if she made it. She had it in her possession a bust of Phil Jamison from Grinspoon. By the way, for international <laughs> listeners, Grinspoon is a sort of punk, punky, rocky band. Yeah, that was fabulous. Uh, there was
1: there was sort of like in the Australian music zeitgeist for about five years, from like 1998 to 2003, maybe. Um, sure. And then they've done return tours since then. They've released a couple of albums, but that was really their peak. Um,
0: sure. But, but yeah, so she's come into possession of a, of a, Buster Phil Jamison from Grinspoon and she, like you, is like, okay, well I can take or leave that. If it was the, if it was the doctor on the other hand. If it was, yeah, if it was one of the guys from Frenzel Rom, if it was, yeah, yeah, if it was Lindsay, the Dr. McDougal from Frenzel Rom, I would clearly Now we're talking, that. but I'm just going to give this away to, uh, to this random guy I met two weeks ago because it's got bad juju and it's in my house. <laughs> and and as we're sa- as we as we were talking about, it's hard to throw anything out. It is. I st- I still have that somewhere. I don't
1: know where it is. I think it's I think it's like in a box somewhere in my uh, under the stairs at this house. And
0: another thing worth pointing out Hing, is that it looks a bit like Phil Jamison. <laughs> oh, that's true. I, we, we should <laughs> say as well. It's, uh, it's not um,
1: it's not like white marble or something. No, it's or, no, it's, 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 not- it's like orange clay.
0: It's like the kind of clay you have at like school that you yeah. make an
1: ashtray out of, and it's not it's, 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 not, it's not been varnished or smoothed yeah, or anything exactly. like that. It's
0: rough clay. I don't even know if, if it's been baked. Uh, yeah, I think it's I think it's gone in a kiln. I think otherwise it would have it would have crumbled by now. Right. When yeah. I saw it, it was in pretty good nick. <laughs> <laughs> that is so bizarre. Yeah. Uh, Hing, do you have one?
1: Yes, I do. This one. Uh, <laughs> this one is from Craigslist in New Haven, in Connecticut. Hello, Connecticut, if anyone's listening there. Uh, In the gigs, uh, domestic gigs section, Mm -hmm. uh, and it's entitled Need a Bouncer. I need two bouncers. You have to be a big guy, and you must wear a suit and sunglasses. I can provide the sunglasses. That
0: is a good deal so far.
1: (laughs) The gig is simple. Follow me around a bar on Saturday night, maybe shove a few people out of my way, Make me look important. I'm also going to get some fake headsets so you can whisper into them every 15 minutes or so. (laughs) I want everyone in the bar to think I'm the most important guy there. Bottom line, I just got my tax return and I've wanted to do this since I was 21. (laughs) Pay is $40 plus the cover (laughs) to get it to the club. (laughs) Uh, We'll go from about 10 p.m. to 1 a.m., 2 a.m. at the latest. This is 100% a serious inquiry. Don't be fooled by the concept. Also, dinner from McDonald's will be provided.
0: (laughs) Well, start of all, he doesn't know what a bouncer is. He means bodyguard.
1: Yes, he does. (laughs) Um, The the other thing I I want want to know about this is, as I read this just then, it is very similar to one we've had before, which is a guy who wanted to hire a bodyguard to take him to McDonald's. Do you remember that guy?
0: Yes, I do remember that guy.
1: Yeah, that was a guy who wanted to hire a bodyguard from Memory to take him to McDonald's and then, like, sort of just shout like, "Oh, Mister Sampson is here!" And then he would walk it. Yeah, that, but this mm. is this is this is a similar thing. Forty bucks though, you need to be a big guy
0: and you get to go clubbing with this person for uh, for three three or four hours. Um, you don't get to go clubbing though, do you? Because I mean, a lot of clubbing is is dance. Like, I, I think clubbing is defined by dancing and and drinking. Yeah, that's um, true. That's and, true. And you're not allowed to do either of those activities, really. You're allowed to sit in a loud room. Yeah, is what, is which actually is there. probably not that pleasant. I no, think. I mean, like if you if you up that by a little bit, that's what they do to people in Guantanamo. Like <laughs> it's a form probably, of US probably torture. a lot, probably a lot more. Actually, let's be <laughs> let's be clear. But <laughs> I'm saying that it's a cousin of that experience. Yes, yes,
1: yes. Well, so Ben, do you? Okay, I guess I guess the broader question is then: if you had a bodyguard, if you got given a bodyguard for a day, what would you mm-hmm. do? Like, get into
0: fights, get into fights with everyone, and then run away, like Martin Prince. Because the whole... The, the whole <laughs> you know how he runs? Like that. That's how <laughs> I do it. The,
1: <laughs> the, the, the kind of bodyguard is there to protect you from, you know, would-be assassins or something, I imagine. Right?
0: Or people who are bothering Mr. Jenkins.
1: Yes. Okay. 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 Yes. Sure. But... I would like... I would you don't like know. Them, yeah. But if I don't know who you are, if I'm just a person, yeah. I'm, and to be... Not
0: that I'm... I'm not saying that, um, yeah. you know, I don't recognise you, Ben. Um, well, that's weird. Yeah. Cause I guess you would, you would have missed the last six seasons of the, of the, <laughs> of the highly canceled, um, ABC show, the checkout. So that's, <laughs> so if, if I didn't oh, know five, you if- know, just, just quickly, sorry, as a side note, yes. I was, I was at the shops the other day and there was a lady in line and she like turned and looked at me and then did a double take and looked at me again. And uh, I was like, hi. And she was like, oh, gosh, you know what? I recognize you. I recognize. I know it. I know it. I recognize you. And I got a little bit like, oh, that's, you know, because I was really tired. And it's always a bit boying when that happens. Mm. And uh, she was like, yes, you I see at Brookvale Lactation Center. <laughs> 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 and I was like, that's me, lady. I had <laughs> the milk
1: guy. I had the exact same thing. I did a gig at Wollongong why, University. Why
0: are you going to the Brookvale Lactation Center, Hing? <laughs> I, I,
1: I did a gig at Wollongong University the other day, and it, it, people were really lovely. It was a really great gig. After um, I hung around afterwards, and like people asked me to sign some stuff, which was really lovely. And so I, was, I to be clear, I was like primed for this, but it's always just so humiliating when it happens. So I hung around <laughs> taking some photos with people, and then as I was walking to my car... A guy yelled out to me, "Hangers, hangers!" like that. And I thought, oh, all right, well, this person clearly recognized me from the television. And I turn around, I'm like, oh, hello, uh, I'm Michael, what's your name? And he goes, it's Rob, mate, it's Rob, I'm Mike's brother. And <laughs> <laughs> this is my high school friend, Mike has a younger brother, Rob, uh-huh. uh, who, I, who, I, who I kind of grew up with and knew, but, you know, I haven't seen in 10 years. Uh, he's now at university.
0: And, <laughs> and well, hey, you know what I say? I say being recognized is being recognized. Yeah. But then, but then he knew exactly what had happened. He goes, Oh, did you think I was
1: one of those people who wanted a photo? No, oh, no. And fuck. Just explain and I was like, Oh no. Come on, Rob.
0: Come on, Rob. Now this is a cruelty at this point. I was, I was like, out. Twist um, the knife. Uh, <laughs> Me, me, and Anya were out walking Mo because we we walk him every night. Not like a dog, we we we, get, we carry him. <laughs> what at what age do you put a leash on a child? Yeah, sometimes, Hing. There's not an age that you do that at. Sometimes you, you just don't do it. You were a leash baby, weren't you? I was a leash baby. Look, let's you, not talk about. Have, have you have you made
1: a choice? Have you made a choice about whether <laughs> Mo will be a, a free range or leash baby?
0: It really depends on whether his attention span is of, the, of, is of Jenkins stock or Pachansky stock. I think, I think that's what it's going gonna, it's gonna to come down to. He's inherited, he's definitely got my nose and he's got <laughs> on his chin, but I don't <laughs> know whether or not he has the ability to, to delay
1: gratification
0: like <laughs> yeah, Pachansky exactly, or actually <laughs> to just run headlong Head into, into danger. Track. Uh, yeah, so look, but yeah, we were out walking him, just, just, just holding him to get him to he help him sleep a little bit. We just walked down by the beach and, um, and the guy, uh, was like with a, with a girl They were leaning against a ute and they had like speakers blaring, like weird, like eighties rock. It was really like something out of puberty blues. Um, and he had like a, a, a tinny of wood sock and it was like kind of late. It was like eight o'clock. So the sun was down and, um as we approached, I was like, oh no, louts. Um, because that's, <laughs> now that I live in the suburb, I, suburbs, I mutter things to myself like, oh no, louts. And, um, the guy, we get into, we get into a kind of view of them and we just passed and the guy goes, oi! And I'm like, oh fuck, he's gonna, like, Mo's going to see his dad get beaten up and it's not going to be good. And he's like, oi! And we're like, hi! And the guy's like, that's a beautiful age. <laughs> oh, what is he? What is he like? Like like 12 weeks? Yeah. Oh gosh. Enjoy oh, it. <laughs> hold on to it while you can because they it, they, they, get, they grow up so fast, <laughs> yeah. don't they? Oh. oh, soon they'll be talking back. Ha ha ha. <laughs> and uh, you know I punched him in the throat just because I was already really <laughs> ge- <laughs> g would <laughs> up. It was really hard to wind down after that, so Wait, so very quickly, I just up. want to ask very
1: quickly, Ben. What if if you had a if you had a bodyguard for a day? just yeah. to get us back on track for this. Is there anything that you've always wanted to do that you've needed a bodyguard to do? Or, like, this guy wants to go to a club with a bodyguard. Do you know what I mean? The,
0: yeah, so, like, presumably that's not because the club is dangerous. Presumably that is because he thinks he'll be admired yes. and maybe, you know, meet some people yes. if they think that he is famous. Yes, um, yes. Which is which is kind of, like, a funny idea. I like I l- I love that because, like, there is that thing of... I, mean, I've, I've, I saw... It might have been, like, on one of those, like, Just for Laughs things or, like... Some some like YouTube thing of like, can we just get some uh, c- complete nobody and people to think they're famous just by getting people oh. to constantly ask for photos with them? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And then yeah, like yeah, more, yeah. and then so there are people who are internet keeping on asking for photos. And then eventually, people who c- aren't critical internet, like, can I get a photo too. Yeah. Um, so like, I think that would be fun, but I so I don't think it's danger. I, I would, yeah, like you would like to do some really stupid things, like go to a biker bar or something. I think I um, think and just I would like
1: flights. to. And I don't know. I, I think if I did it now, it wouldn't be believable because of mm-hmm. the life I've led. Um, but I, if I was a, if if I was a, had a, led a different life, I think I would like to go to a high school reunion with an unexplained bodyguard.
0: <laughs> yes, <laughs> wouldn't that be? I think that's awesome? even. I think that's even funnier with the life you've led, because what? people have a little bit of information. Like is this, a, is, this, is this is this the video games thing or is this the... <laughs> is this the fa- He's a senator now, I think. I think, that's, I think that's what that is. If I had a bodyguard for a day, what I would like... I, I want... All I would like them to do is just people who aren't even close to me mm. asking me if they're bothering me, but really loudly so they can hear. <laughs> so somebody like four seats away from me on the bus... The bodyguard can be like, uh, Is this lady bothering you? So- <laughs> this lady here? I think that would be enjoyable. <laughs> Because what, what if you said yes, though? Would what, what, what the bodyguard have to go and move this poor no, woman for? No, because no. No, I think that that would be part of the joy of having a bodyguard is being very magnanimous. Oh. Being like, no, she, she's fine. You're fine, ma'am. You know what, Terry? She's fine. Hey, these are, these are good people on this bus. Also, the idea of
1: someone having these a bodyguard are good, but also people. taking the bus is very funny. <laughs>
0: Well, that that just screams politician, right? Like at that point, you're looking for cameras and stuff. Yeah, that's true. Um, hey Ben, um, do you have one to take us home? You know what? Hing, <laughs> I love to um to broaden the universe, the FT8GH um, uh, EU. <laughs> um, that's the pretty good home extended universe um, Not cinematic sta- universe? Alright Green <laughs> <laughs> well, big Ben, green big, <laughs> big. <laughs> uh, So I uh, When we started this podcast We were really only doing Craigslist and Gumtree yeah. And then a huge breakthrough happened Where a listener, I think it was Sartu Chad Sent in um, Some like buy swap sell stuff Oh yeah, from the Facebook groups the time. Yes. And that was, that was a whole new world That was incredible that was like when the when 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 cinematographers discovered they could move the camera, you know? That was a whole other thing. <laughs> uh, and then we and then we sort of moved on to a little bit of eBay stuff and some forum stuff. One part of the world that we haven't dipped our toe. And you know what we probably have like a dozen times <laughs> and I've just forgotten. <laughs> but is the Whirlpool forums? Oh, like the the the, uh, the Whirlpool, is that like a broadband provider in Australia or something? Okay, so I don't know what it is meant to be. But what it is is insane people um, looking for bargains, um, complaining about the KFC menu changing, yeah. and then griping about the family court. So I remember years ago,
1: Whirlpool was a place you would go to to, to look up who was the best like broadband provider in your area, or like yes. which which internet so n- service provider you should go. But so nowadays. Nominally,
0: it is that, but a bunch of lunatics have basically taken it over. Oh, wow. Like, and now day. it's like Has anybody noticed that the serving size at Red Rooster is down by an eighth? Oh, and then it's like no. a thousand pages. So <laughs> I thought I'd just try and find one that, uh, that, that might, might suit here. And I looked for like fucking 30 seconds, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> like, scroll, scroll, scroll. Yep, there it is. Um, so this is from the Whirlpool forum. So imagine, yeah, it's, it's, it's people on the hunt for a bargain, essentially, Mm -hmm. this community. And the, uh, the title of this thread is, have you ever been denied ordering from kids menu? And here is the, here is the OP as an adult, have you ever been denied ordering an item from a kids menu to be assumed can, to be consumed by an adult. He's doubled up there. That's fine. I was ordering room service at a five-star hotel. Oh. Okay. <laughs> it was all for me. I ordered a full adult dish, but also <laughs> wanted something from the kids menu as well. I rang it through. <laughs> and got a bit of what I thought was an unnecessary third degree about the kids' meal. In the end, I said I had people visiting me in my room, including a child. Kids' meals are cheaper because the portions are smaller, but maybe not exactly proportionally. E.g., the kids' meal version is 60% the size of an adult version, but costs 50% of the price. On, oh. I can't do the maths fast enough. Are they complaining there, or are they saying it's more of a bargain? No, they're saying, they're it's, say, they're saying a that it's a great deal.
1: They're saying okay. it's, a, yeah. it's a great deal. The, kid, the kid's menu is better value than the adult menu. <laughs> so if you, if, if you were to buy, for example, with those portions, if you were to buy two kids' menus, it would cost you the same price as a full adult meal, but you would get
0: sure. 120% of the food. <laughs> okay, so here's the question that he's put to the class. Anyway, do you think restaurants food cafes and food outlets in room dining etc should query adults ordering kids meals oh, <laughs> he's not oh. even he can't, he can't even he can't even imagine a universe where he's not allowed to do this oh. he's asking if we should be queried on it the very first <laughs> response is a guy who says of course you think it's normal for an adult that has booked a room to order a kids meal Think not. They're covering their ass to make sure nothing untoward is going on. (laughs) I don't- Wait. I don't think that's what's (laughs) happening. Do you think the hotel's been like, get
1: get to catch a predator here. We've got a live one. He's trying to lure children into his house with McNuggets. We cannot- Sir, sir, I'm sorry. We cannot serve you this tiny cheeseburger. If we do- we don't want to be
0: held responsible if you use it to lure a child into your room. Uh, what are the other replies? I mean, it will shock you, Michael, to learn that they are all very squarely in favour of being able to order on the kids' menu as an adult. Yes, if I want chicken <laughs> Yes, if I want chicken nuggets, then bugger them.
1: <laughs> oh, goodness.
0: I, 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 I think
1: chicken nuggets is such a funny thing to get angry about because... They are, I think they could be one of the most common, commonly available menu items, maybe anywhere in the Western world. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. every fast food chain sells chicken nuggets. Every fast food chain is on every road no. in, in Australia. Like, the idea I- that you, you go to a fancy restaurant and the chicken nuggets are just for the kids and they go, no, you can't have chicken nuggets here. You're like, well, I don't know how I would possibly get them from anywhere but here at
0: Rockpool. But, but- but you're right, though. Like, it's weird that, like, most items of, of kid, on the kids' menu... Oh, I could be wrong about this, but it feels like most items on a kids' menu are just a smaller version of stuff that's on the adults' menu. Yeah. Except for the nuggets. Except nuggets for chicken are, nuggets. Like, yeah. Show some self-respect. It's you always- can vote you're not <laughs> having chicken nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> I...
1: I th- oh, look. Here is my rule on whether or not it's okay to order from the kids' menu. I think you can... I think... It's about plausible deniability, right? Because no one in that restaurant wants you wants to watch a grown man, for example, eat a chil- child's meal, right? No one, <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no one wants to be wants taking to... <laughs> children's meals to a hotel room for a man to eat. It, it, that feels yeah. weird. So it, it, <laughs> yeah. everyone needs to be able to walk away from the transaction, <laughs> assuming that you have a child that is your own on whose behalf you are purchasing the McNuggets, right? <laughs> so if you're going to the drive-thru at McDonald's and you order a Happy Meal, and sure. they're not going to be like, well, who's it for? Because you no. just oh, go, I've got a delightful son. He's he's an appropriate age to eat a Happy Meal. <laughs>
0: yeah. but and that you- sounds... and that no, no more questions, because you've just knocked it out of the park with that <laughs> deception. You know, so I, I l- read a short story about a child who had a Happy Meal, and I just want to make sure that it's all kosher. There's believable... <laughs> <laughs> so
1: that's you know i think I think in that scenario it's fine, but I think if you're if you, <laughs> if you order the kid's meal you there's gotta you can't just sit there in the restaurant i mean it is quite funny the, uh, the like the lengths to which you would go to to get the kid's meal, would you for example sit down in a restaurant you know with one empty one empty chair to, you know and you're like, oh, don't worry, my son who's nine years old will be joining me soon. I'll, I'll, I'll have the adult meal of the pappardelle lamb ragu, but yeah. my child, I mean, Brandon here, when yeah, he arrives, yeah. will have the McNuggets, please. Yeah.
0: Fuck, can I just say, Hing, there are some incredible responses here. I can't read them all, but I want to read two to you. This guy is really arcing up. He's a different guy. He's not even the OP. He's a guy who's arcing up, and he's quoting someone who says, do you think it's normal for a man to order from the kid's meal? And then this guy says, oh, so it's not... This guy quotes that and says, so it's not normal if I want chicken nuggets, full stop. Wow. So you're one of those. (laughs) (laughs) There are two types of people in this world, Ben. There are two (laughs) types of people. Oh, fuck. And then the other one, And this is getting grim, but like the other one, there's like a kind of side thread going on. I do encourage you to look this up um, and read it in all its glory. Um, There's a side thread going on. (laughs) The combination of which is somebody saying, "Look, real child traffickers don't even risk ordering kids meals. <laughs> kids are either given some dodgy meal from a bag. Wait, wait, wait! These people are
1: enter- these these are these people are entertaining the the conceit that the reason the hotel didn't give this man the McNuggets was because they thought he was trafficking children.
0: <laughs> so they say kids are either." G- it's not even, there's no like, uh, note, I'm going to read this again, note how like, how like, this isn't even like a, in my opinion, or like, oh, uh, you would imagine that, it's like straight fact. Real I read tra- a book about the SAS, this is how they <laughs> yeah. think. Real child traffickers will not even risk ordering kids meals. Kids are even gi- either given some dodgy food from a bag, <laughs> 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 or share the adults <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do say. Imagine if that is how they busted a huge child trafficking ring. It's being like, uh, sir, you ordered uh, one adults' menu and thirty kids' menus to your room. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! I also think though that if if if
1: that if you were a paranoid hotel clerk, right, <laughs> yeah. and and a gentleman calls up and orders, you know the The margarita pizza and then also a large margarita pizza and also a, um, (laughs) some apple slices and some chicken drumsticks or whatever, like for, you know, the kid's meal or whatever. Yeah. And you were like, look, sir, I'm sorry we can't serve this to you because you might be a child trafficker. (laughs) That's not the end of that conversation. (laughs) No,
0: it's not. (laughs) Because you're so right.
1: Like, you don't go... Anyway, enjoy... look, I can't serve you this meal, but enjoy the rest of your stay. Please remember to rate us on TripAdvisor. It really helps people to find out about the hotel.
0: <laughs> That's true, because in, if you accept... If you are if the hotel staff who gets that call, you go, that man has a child in his room, Yeah, and I'm not going to do anything about it, but I'll be damned if that child he's trafficking is going to eat. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the other thing is... How- what kind of person do you need to like? Given that no one's seen the child because the child doesn't exist, they're just assuming that there's a child they're being trafficked. What kind of signals is this person giving off that that, that it is impossible that the child is their own child? <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. Because when you book into a home, don't you? Do you have to say if children with you yes. or not? Yes. Fucking. Oh, I love it. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna try and do whirlpool forums more often. I think <sighs> what. What an incredible little section of the world. Goodness me. Oh, man. this has been a delight. Um, Hing, do you have anything to plug? Uh, I do. By the time this comes out, if you're in Sydney,
1: the uh, Tuesday the 9th of April, I believe it'll be, uh, Ben, you and I are going to be doing a little show, Giant Dwarf, uh, the start yeah. of season five of our uh, Dungeons
0: & Dragons podcast, Dragon Friends. Will we have Yeah. Happening. All, um, or with, with friends of the show, like if if you've ever listened to to this show, you'll yeah. recognize the, the cast of Dragon Friends. Yeah, you'll know um, Simon
1: Griner, you'll know Alex Lee, you'll know Dave Harmon, uh, who was once yeah. a member of a fight club with Ben Jenkins. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think Eden Lacey might be the only Pokemon that we haven't caught, caught yet. Yet, yeah, yeah. yet. Um, also, um, so also yeah. like I said, I think I'm, I'm genuine. Like. This is 100% real. I'm genuinely thinking about trying to run for Senate. So Mm -hmm. um, if you hear this and want to go check out my Facebook page and stuff, that would really help. Um, It's just Michael Hing on Facebook.
0: Fantastic. Oh, man, this has been a joy. Do you have anything you want to plug, Ben? Uh, anything about the Brookvale um, breastfeeding clinic or whatever it was? <laughs> yeah, they're very helpful. If you're having some problems, they're really, really helpful, and they'll uh, and they'll sort you right out. So, so head on down to Brookvale. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, not at all. Please come to Dragon Friends. We'd love to see you there. We love seeing free to go home people at Dragon Friends um, and at gigs. They're, you guys are the best. So mm-hmm. please come. Um, and Keaton was classifieds coming in. We're going to try and do this a little bit more regularly now. Yeah. Uh, now that. Now that he and I don't even have to stand to see each other in the same room.
1: Yeah, I mean, this, um, is, this is really the uh, reunion tour of, you know, one of those bands that famously hates each other, like the Eagles or something.
0: Do you know what I mean? Yeah. This is what this is. I think finally this, this away. Com- this culminates in you appearing at one of our live shows as a hologram, I think. <laughs> 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 All right, well, until next week. Bye. Bye. If you like King coladas,
1: I'm getting caught
0: I didn't think about my lady I know that sound Hold up